TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And good morning and welcome once again to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. Perhaps there is, is no tragedy that... that hurts us deeper than the passing of a child. But our guest this morning is going to talk about how she has been able to salvage something positive uh, from the passing of their beautiful five-year-old girl. My guest this morning is Tamara Ekus. She is from the Reflections of Grace Foundation. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning. Is there a title? Are you the founder, co-founder with your... your... I am the co-founder with my husband, Brian. Okay. I'm currently the president of the foundation. Okay. Um, it, it, can you give us the website address, please? Sure. Our website is www.reflectionsofgrace.org. First of all, before we get too far into this, let's let's talk a little bit about the upcoming event, and that is coming up April 2nd at uh, Norwin High School. Tell us what's uh, going on there. We will be hosting our ninth annual Race for Grace on April 2nd at Norwin High School. It is a 5K timed run, also has a one-mile walk option and a fun walk for those with small children or unable to walk too far. We also, after the race, have a lot of after-race activities. We have Chinese and silent auctions. We have some dancers performing, and we have a few bands along with children's activities and concession available at the time, too. I, I was looking at some of the pictures, and uh, you've had good crowds out there. The, the You said this is the ninth annual, so you've done this eight times before. That's <laughs> good math by me, right? Um, but you've had some really good support and really good crowds. We've been uh, just supported so well by the community. We really are starting to get to the point where we're seeing ourselves as more of a regional uh, activity than just a local one. But our main support does come from the um, communities right around North Huntington, North Huntington, and the communities around there. We've had estimated around 3,200 people at our at our highest year. So this is the Race for Grace, the ninth annual. It's April 2nd at Norwin High School, just off uh, Route 30 there on Mockingbird Hill, as we used to call it. Open. Uh, you get set up about 7 o'clock, and then the race starts at 9 a.m. Right. We have race day registration starting at 7 to 8, 8 or 8.30, mm-hmm. and then we have lots of the, uh, the Chinese and silent auctions available in the morning and also some breakfast items to sell. We've got a lot of pre-race activities happening. The race actually starts. A little after nine, we do a little opening ceremony. We have a band coming that will play, and we do the national anthem and uh, have Amazing Grace sung before the race is run and then um, start the day. That's quite a course. That's I, I know that campus well, and there's a lot of hills there, so that's a little bit of a challenge there, for especially for, for, for maybe for some of us like me who don't run very often. It is challenging for many. A lot of people use it actually as a marathon pre-run. Even, oh. it's, even though it's not so long, it is very challenging with the hills. So we've had some people who are training for the Pittsburgh Marathon Com. We're always, you know, welcome to those people to come. I also have some friends from Ohio who come, and they they want to know whether we're trying to kill them or not because they're obviously <laughs> used to very flat 5Ks. So that's presented a challenge. But we've all ages of people have done it. We, you know, our youngest kids are around seven. We've had some seven or eight year olds run it. 
up to, uh, we have a man who keeps coming back every year, and he's uh, about 70. For those of you like me who would rather walk, you said there is also a walk as well. You can walk the okay. 5K. You do not have to be timed. You can walk the 5K. Okay. We also have a one-mile fun walk available. And and if I'm walking, can you time that in, in terms of days rather than hours and minutes? Or? You sure can. Okay. The, the All police right. might be coming up <laughs> to close the roads behind you, but yes. Talking with uh, Tamara Ekus, uh, she is the president and co-founder of the Reflections of Grace Foundation. We're talking first about the Race for Grace, which is coming up April 2nd uh, in the neighborhoods around Norwin High School. The website is reflectionsofgrace.org. They are asking that uh, if you're going to do it, please register, if you can, uh, before March 28th, and you get a discounted rate, correct, if you register before March 2nd? That's correct. Okay. Uh, Tamara, I know this is a, this is a hard thing to talk about, but I, I think it's important that we talk about it early on, and that's... Um, the, the reason why there is a Reflections of, of Grace Foundation. Who was Grace? Grace was our daughter, and uh, she was four years old. And she started to exhibit some little signs that we were just were very curious about. She started to lose her balance, not want to go to dance class as often as she always had, started to wake up in the middle of the night. And this was about when she was four and a half. And, you know, we called the doctor and thought, well, you know, four-and-a-half-year-olds start to remember their dreams and things like that. So we thought it was fairly typical until she started doing things like falling over and just being so tired to not be able to get through the day. At that point, we did take her to the doctor, and she was very quickly, thanks to our great pediatrician and the staff at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, she was within 24 hours diagnosed with a diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, which is a very rare uh, brain cancer. It's located in the tumors located in the pons of the brain surgical options are not possible because it's oh a small area. Uh, and sadly, when your child is diagnosed with that, you are told that they have 9 to 12 months to live. <gasps> this is such a cliched question or an ignorant question, and I apologize for it, but what what did you and your husband do? How do you, how do you react to that news? How do you digest that news? I think you're in shock at first. You know, I, I think that you can't obviously imagine that they're telling you something that, you know, is going to change every second of your life from now on. And you, you reach out and say, well, why, you know, why is this? You know, you, you just hear on the news so many cancers have had such a high survival rate. And you look at your child who's a baby and, and can't imagine that there's not left nothing, that there's not anything else that they can do for your child. Um, the DIPG rates of survival have not changed in, or the protocol on how to treat children with DIPG has not changed in 30 years. There's just not much they can do then. There's not. The, unfortunately, what has happened is the drug companies and also the, the federal government, the FDA, have not ever approved any kind of grant or any kind of research for the IPG because it is not lucrative to them because the children don't have a chance. Uh, Tamara Ekus is our guest this morning. We're talking, first of all, about the Race for Grace, which is coming up at Norwin High School on April 2nd, and also uh, about the Reflections of Grace Foundation, which is named for uh, Tamara and her husband's uh, daughter, uh, uh, Grace, who passed away in 2008 at the age of five. One of the reasons I, 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 I bring this up, and I appreciate you talking about it, is because I know there are people listening who have either gone through this or maybe know someone who is, is going through this, uh, the, 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 a child being ill. I remember years ago um, re- reading the book by John Gunther, uh, Death Be Not Proud, which is about their son who was college age or, or high school age and, and was suffering from a brain tumor. And I'm wondering what got you and your husband through this? 
I think the support of family and friends, mm-hmm. you know, we were very supported by the community. We had people, you know, we had dinners coming to us every day from the time she did, Grace did go through six weeks of radiation and uh, experimental chemotherapy. Yeah. So I think that, you know, just having people around, we really opened ourselves up to letting people um, really, I, I don't want to use the word share, necessarily, but, you know, sharing Grace because she was an, a remarkable child. And, and I look back on how she went through every day of her radiation and she went through all of the chemotherapy treatments and, and what she did was amazing for a four and five year old child. I can't even imagine you think about, you know, whether you have a cold and how you don't feel well in the day, but these kids, you know, I would give her her chemo treatment and then we would jump in the car and she would go play a soccer game. What? So it, yeah, it's phenomenal when I look back on how you know, she reacted, but I, I feel like, you know, we were supported from so many people and we tried our very hardest just to, you know, make everything as positive as possible and, and keep going and make everything as normal as possible for her. Were there any agencies that, that maybe offered some support? You talked about, for instance, the, the doctors and nurses at Children's Hospital. You know, we were very supported by Children's Hospital, but not in the sense where, you know, you really brought too much of that home as yeah. far as, you know, when we went down there. I, I, we did not know about the child life team at Children's Hospital before Grace had been diagnosed. Okay. They are a, a most incredible group of people down there that um, really have dedicated their careers to just helping kids get through every day when they're down there, their treatments and, you know, distraction while they're being treated and really have made lifelong friends with the people that we met down there. Uh, the, the Child Life Team, that's called? It's called the Child Life. Okay. The Child Life Team. And they're there and they're really available to get the kids. You can call one while your child is down there in treatment and they'll come and bring crafts and coloring books or if your child is older, they have, you know, gaming systems for the kids and they just really to make their stay as positive as possible while they're going through as much, you know, as, as they are. Like I said, I, I remember seeing on the little wipe off board in the emergency room when we went in, Child Life Lindsay, and I thought, I wonder what that is. And wow, it's, it's an amazing group of people that really, you know, we felt as though we couldn't have gotten by without them. We have a quick break to take. When we come back, I want to ask you uh, about Grace the child, not Grace the patient, okay? Great. And then I want to ask you, uh, we'll start asking you a little bit about uh, some of the activities that the Reflections of Grace Foundation helps to support, okay? Yep, that's great. Thanks. We're talking with Damara Ikas. She is the president and co-founder with her husband of the Reflections of Grace Foundation. The Race for Grace, the ninth annual Race for Grace, is coming up uh, April 2nd at Norwin High School. Um, It's a 5K, and it is a challenging 5K. Uh, For those of you who don't want to run, you can walk it. Uh, You can find out more information at reflectionsofgrace.org. We'll be back in 60 seconds here on Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Valley and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659. 
or email TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. Our guest this morning is Tamara Ikas. She is president and co-founder of the Reflections of Grace Foundation. We're talking about uh, the Race for Grace, uh, in particular, that's coming up April 2nd at Norwin High School. Um, you can register before March 2nd to get a discounted rate. They are asking that you please, if you can at all possible, register before March 28th. And you can go to reflectionsofgrace.org for more information. We'll give you more information, uh, or we'll repeat that a couple of times in the program. Uh, Tamara, before we took the break, I, I mentioned that I want to talk a little bit about Grace, uh, the, the, the little girl, and not just Grace, the patient. Now, you have three children, Colin uh, and Garrett, and um, a little girl named Claire. But uh, tell me about Grace. What was she like? She was really, well, when she was born, we felt as though she completed our family. Mm -hmm. And she, after having two boys, you know, and, and, and having a daughter, she was loved by her brothers. And she was a very loving child. She loved, of course, she enjoyed princesses and ponies and dancing, all the things that a typical little girl does. She really had a very loving heart and was very caring and kind toward people. I had a, actually a babysitter who would watch her and said that, you know, she didn't drink coffee, but she always felt like she should sit down at the table and have a cup of coffee with Grace because she would sit down and talk with her as though she were an adult. So she had a she had a personality, and that's about the age when you start, you know, kids start to develop their personalities, huh? Right, right. She really was. And, and I look back on her now, and I think she, she was just so easy to talk to as a child. <laughs> and your boys were a little bit older than her, what, 10, 15 years older? Right. That, well, the boys were when um, they were they were not that much. They were four and seven years old. Oh, okay. Then Grace. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they were big brothers to their to their little sister. Yes, they were. So. Okay. Um, before we took the break, you were you were talking about some of the, uh, the 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 support that you got from family and friends. Um, I, I'm I'm just wondering what did it do to you as a family because that that had to be a stressful time for the family, and I'm I'm wondering what got the family then through it. I mean, it had, to be, it had to be a struggle for the boys, for instance, to have their little sister be so sick. Right. It was. And, you know, lucky, luckily, some of the things that we think about, you know, we always try to find the blessing in every day, even though it was such a struggle to get through that time. We were close enough to the hospital that we were able to make those trips daily that we needed to make and be home in the evenings and be able to still have dinner with our boys yeah. and create that sense of family. Um, so, so in that case, we were, you know, we were very blessed to be able to be close enough to such a great institution as, as Children's Hospital. Unfortunately, there really was not, you know, that many places out there to really offer support yeah. for us and really understanding, you know, what we have gone through. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, we work to, to make the foundation and to support the mission that we have. And I will now even, you know, be able to speak to some parents and be able to talk just to some families, because you really don't have an idea of the feelings and, and what you're going through unless you've really traveled that road. Um, I know that people, they try to be sympathetic to what's happening, but yeah. you really can't understand the devastation unless you have experienced it. No, I, you really can't, and I, I can't even begin to, to, to imagine it. Um, what advice do, do you give people when you, when you talk to groups or when you talk to a parent who is going through the same thing that you and your husband went through? And we really try to give them the advice that, you know, what matters is the time that they are spending right now with their child and, and their family. And, and unfortunately, with a child with DIPG, that type of brain cancer, you know, I'm, I'm saying is that the memories that you're making right now are the ones that you're going to hold on to for a lifetime. Yeah. So with the family support that we give, we're able to give family grants 
Uh, right now we're offering um, two $1,000 grants to a, a family in a 12-month period is maybe to be able to pay their mortgage for a month or yeah. their car insurance or you know something in, in relation to the care of their child so that they're able to spend time because time is of essence. Uh, and that, you know, that is the most important thing to be able to just be able to be at your child's side. Uh, is there any kind of um, my wife, for instance, is a is a cancer survivor, and, and I know she's involved in the uh, ovarian cancer coalition. Are, are there any pediatric cancer groups that people could get involved with? Like if they if they have a child who's suffering, there are some out there. We we did not okay um, really make use of any of them at that point just okay. because we felt as though we needed to be every minute, every second, sure. you know, with our child. Um, you know, we went to, after Grace had passed, we did go, our family did go to the Heimark Caring Place mm-hmm. down in Pittsburgh, which is a wonderful place to just get some support from other people that have gone through things as, as you have. Yeah. And once again, I can't, you know, I, I can't stress that enough that if you are someone who has a friend or a family member that's going through something like this, as devastating as this, is to be able to support them. But really, you can't understand what they're going through. So to be able to support them with dinners and cleaning and shoveling and laundry and those types of things are really what's most important so that they can be the ones that are right there for their children. Do, do people want to talk? Because this is something I've heard from I, I've, I've had some friends recently who have lost their, their parents. And they say um, sometimes they want to, you know, sometimes people are, are nervous about approaching them and asking them. And, and what my friends have said is, no, I want to talk. I want to talk about mom. I want to talk about dad. Do, I do think that that's something that really has been a societal change recently. Okay. You know, if you think about, you know, your grandparents and, you know, they never talked about someone dying in their family. Yeah. Even my husband's my husband's family, they had a, a daughter die. You know, it, was, it would have been his aunt at 18, and they never mentioned her name. And I feel so sadly for, you know, her mother because I think that now we want, we want to hear, we want to know that people remember our children, and we really want to talk about that time because, you don't want to lose that time. You know, it, it, at some point, it feels like it was a dream, huh. and you really need to be able to keep in touch with the fact that you had that child and that they were someone. And so I think that you shouldn't be afraid of talking to someone about their child or their family member, their mom, their dad, who has passed, because it really is the most important thing is to just say their name sometimes. And just maybe just to say, how are you doing? Right. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, and sometimes too, just to share a memory, you know, ask yeah. a story, ask them to tell a story, and that will. It, and people say, "Oh, well, I don't want to make you cry," but sometimes that's a good cry. <laughs> sometimes that's mm-hmm. a cry you need. Mm-hmm. It Tam- really is. Tamara Ekus is our guest this morning. We're talking about the Reflections of Grace Foundation, which she and her husband started after the death of their daughter from a rare brain tumor in 2008. Grace was eight years or Grace was five years old. Uh, the Race for Grace, which benefits the foundation, is coming up on April 2nd at Norwin High School. For more information, you can go to the website reflectionsofgrace.org. Um, Tamara, we have one more 60-second uh, break to take here. I, when we come back, I'd like to ask you about starting the foundation, where the idea for that came from, and then go in a little bit more of the process of, of how the Reflections of Grace Foundation is helping families who are coping with a pediatric cancer, okay? Great. You're listening to Radio 81, WEDO, 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 60 seconds. 
Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And we're back for a final few minutes with Tamara Ekus. She is the president and co-founder of the Reflections of Grace Foundation. You're listening to Radio 81, WEDO, 1550, WZUM, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. The Race for Grace, the ninth annual Race for Grace, is coming up April 2nd at Norwin High School, right off of uh, Route 30 there in North Huntington. Uh, the, they set up at 7 o'clock. The race begins at 9 o'clock. If you register before March 2nd, you get a discounted registration fee. They are asking that you please register before March 28th. Can you take registrations? I can almost talk today. Can you take registrations the day of the race? We do. We start registration okay. at 7 a.m. the day of the race. Okay, so if, if somebody's a, a, a tardy or procrastinator, they they can still register. Uh, right. Reflectionsofgrace.org. It is a 5K uh, run and walk uh, because that is a very challenging. If you know that area around Circleville and uh, Irwin and, and where the townhouse is up there, it's very hilly and it's a very challenging uh, area there around the, the Norwin High School campus. I don't want to scare anyone off, but uh, th- does it begin and end at the stadium or where? It begins and ends right around the stadium. Yeah, we okay. actually, the 5K course does not go on the track, but right around the campus. Okay. And up the hill. There's also a one-mile walk. If you just if you just want to do a one-mile walk, um, there's also a one-mile walk that you can participate in as well. Uh, Tamara, before we took the break, I, I asked you, what where, where did the idea for the Reflections of Grace Foundation come from? Well, we really had met some people through really some Internet connections that had also had children. I had passed from this, and, and I had thought that this was something that we were not settled in our minds with, that this is a, something that people should be able to hear, that your child has no chance, there is no hope for them. So we really wanted to reach out to other people and families to try, excuse me, change the course of action and change the course of what was happening in the world of DIPG for children. Yeah. So that is why our frustration really led us to starting the foundation, to be able to help other people. And you started the foundation in 2009? We did. We became incorporated as a 501c3 charity yeah. in March of 2009. And was that the first race then? Actually, the first race was held while Grace was still alive. It oh, wow. held by um, a group of Woodland Hills High School students, and they were they really wanted the race to happen while she was still alive. So the first race benefited her medical expenses and also that child life team at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh that we had spoken about before. And then... There was no race, actually, in 2008 because that race was held in December of 2007. Okay. We kind of quick, quickly planned it so that she would be able to be around for that race. So, and then yeah. um, the second annual race was held in 2009 right after we got our 501c3 status. Okay. So, so tell us a little bit about you, you've gotten support from a number of local businesses. I, uh, C. Harper, I believe, is, is one of your supporters. Um, who are some of the others? Okay. Our presenting sponsor is C. Harper Auto Group. Uh-huh. And we also are... Um, Giant Eagle, Eagle Specialty Pharmacy, okay, and also Bob Massey has just um, actually we just found out last, last night that they are going to support us as well. We're also supported by a lot of smaller um, uh, 
metal photo service. Yeah. Wall PA does our printing and also does some sponsorship for us there. And um, a lot of, you know, basic, a lot of people who are selling, you know, Sabika and yeah. Unique and all those types of things that um, they donate a lot of baskets and gifting kind services for us. So we really, our community has really stepped up and really supported us. This is not a small effort. Your fundraising goal is how much this year? $135,000 is our goal this year. That is not a small amount. And and how many families can you help with that? Well, we, last year in uh, 2015, we actually helped 62 families with $71,000 in that year. And also since our inception, we have given $265,000 to support research through the DIPG Collaborative, which is a group of foundations that is leading the way in supporting DIPG research actually across the world. A quarter of a million dollars that you have been able to raise since 2009. Right. That's that is remarkable. Mm-hmm. And actually, our families supported. Uh, we are up to about $360,000 right now since inception in supporting families across the country. Uh, so this is not just the, the western Pennsylvania or, or Pittsburgh area? Absolutely not. We've supported families all the way as far as... Um, you know, California, Florida, we have 27 states right now that we've supported families in. How does somebody um, get in touch with you if they, is, is it just for DIPG or is it all pediatric cancers? It's pediatric brain cancer. Okay. So it's not DIPG specific that we help, but it okay. is brain cancer specific. Okay. We really, when we wrote our mission, we felt as though those families were the ones that were unsupported. Sure. You know, just by, uh, there's a lot of leukemia foundations and things like that. So that's what we chose. Our, our website, www.reflectionsofgrace.org, you can request an application on that, um, and we will send you one. And it's a very short application. It does require a letter of diagnosis sure. and proof of uh, parental status for the children. Yeah. But we are proud to be able to support families across the nation. I, I have to imagine that, that one thing, you, you mentioned that uh, you and your husband and, and your sons were close enough to Children's Hospital from, I guess, do you live in the North Huntington area? We do. We live in North Huntington. Okay, so you were close enough to that Children's Hospital is is a hall, but it's an over. It's a, certainly a, a trip you can make uh, in an hour or so. But I imagine for some people, they may have a overnight stay if their child is being treated at the nearest pediatric hospital. Yeah. A lot of families have really ended up, you know, staying in Ronald McDonald houses yeah. and things like that. I know some families that have actually, you know, they've been able to, but they've had, you know, relatives maybe in a certain city where they've gone, or be able to even, you know, have a small apartment someplace. But for a lot of families, it's a, you know, it's a plane ride yeah. a few days, and then you know, it's a plane ride back home. Is that something that the foundation can kind of help offset expenses for an overnight stay or an overnight travel like that? Our grants, our grants are written so that we can, it's, and you can use the money to in any way care for your child. So okay. that would be applicable as well. Okay, okay. Uh, give us a, a 60-second commercial for, for the Race for Grace. Um, uh, tell, 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 tell us, uh, this, this sounds like it's, it's a lot of fun for a good cause. Tell us about it. It's really, from starting out at, you know, the race at 9 a.m., there's really, that's not the only thing we do. We have so many activities for after race. We have a whole gym full of children's activities with face painting and games. We have Chinese and silent auctions available. We have concessions for breakfast and also lunch items. There's a bake sale. We also have a charitable hair donation time. And we have some local dance groups that will be performing as well. So, uh, so how when do events wrap up? Then you you guys set up at seven o'clock. How long are you there till? Right. Well, we um, we open the doors at at seven. We're there really around five. Okay. Um, and then we're there. Um, we pretty much clean up around by one o'clock. And so you really have the rest of the day, you know, to do whatever you need to do. But it really is. We say to people, oh, people 
say, oh, I have soccer that morning or, oh, I have baseball. And I think, well, that's one day away from your soccer and baseball. And you think about the families and the children that we're supporting. Yeah. Their whole entire lives have changed, not just their one day. And, and so we encourage families to, to change their schedule for one day to come out and support this. And your goal is $135,000 this year uh, since you, you said you've supported families to the tune of more than 300000 that's correct. Uh, wow, that's that's really remarkable. Our guest this morning is Tamara Ekus. She is the president and co-founder, along with her husband, of the Reflections of Grace Foundation that was founded with her husband uh, in memory of their daughter, Grace, who passed away in 2008 at age five of a rare brain tumor. The Reflections of Grace Foundation supports uh, families of children who are also suffering with uh uh, brain cancer and brain tumors. Uh, the refle- the race for grace is coming up April second. That is at Norwin High School. Um, as uh, you just heard Tamara say, they set up well. They set up at five, but the doors open at seven, and then the five k run walk begins at nine o'clock. I'm assuming a lot of people do this as a team effort. We do have teams established. It's okay. great to see. Okay. Uh, if you register before March 2nd, you get a discounted rate. Uh, you can register up to uh, the day of the race if you have to, but I think they would prefer that you register by March 28th. Uh, Tamara, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh. WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Thank you.